The following is rated S for spoilers. Dying broke and drunk and full of heroin at the age of 34 is not exactly my idea of success. I'd rather die drunk, broke at 34 and have people at a dinner table talk about me than live to be rich and sober at 90 and nobody remember who I was. Ah, but your friends will remember you. Well, that's the point. None of us were friends with Charlie Parker. That's the point. Travis and Dustin, they have plenty of friends and plenty of purpose. And I'm sure they'll make great school board presidents someday. Oh, that's what this is all about? You think you're better than us? Catch on quick, are you gonna model you in? I got a reply for you, Andrew. You think Carlton football's a joke? Come play with us. Four words you will never hear from the NFL. Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My name is Graham. And today we are talking Whiplash and what makes a sports movie. And to help us talk about this, because let's be honest here, Graham, we are not uh, the biggest sports people. Not at all. Not, not even a little bit. So we have brought on a few experts in the sports realm uh, from the Lou Sports Talk. Guys, introduce yourselves. My name's Brandon Gallegos. I'm TJ Williamson. And I am Ethan Hannaford. Yeah, so we have got a full house today. We're discussing yeah. Whiplash. Uh, if you listen to any episode of the show, you know that Damon Chazelle is my favorite director of all time. Same any excuse to talk about Whiplash, I <laughs> yeah. I will take it. And that's what we have done today. Uh, so, guys, let's just jump right into it. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on Whiplash? Because I can talk for hours. <laughs> you want to start, Brandon? No, you got it, TJ. Okay. TJ's well, got can, it. I, can I start real quick with, Ooh, we watched this... Can. We watched this in prep for this we this did. morning, it was and really... I am when Whiplash when you when he when TJ said we need to watch Whiplash, I was like, I feel like it sounds kind of like familiar, and then like I saw it pop up, I was like, oh, let's go because this is the one you always see scenes on it from like mm-hmm. Facebook or something. I'm like, and you it's see iconic. Dude, he throws yeah. a chair at a guy's head. It's like, yeah. oh. So, <laughs> so no, go ahead. I just wanted to preface that. Wait, actually, I do have something to say. Okay, TJ, you're not going to talk at all. I, uh, what? Miles, TJ, you're, you're you're kicked off. You're I'm not. not <laughs> I'll go under. Muted. Miles Teller. <laughs> Hubba hubba. That's all I have to say. Okay. Even without the mustache? What? Even without the mustache. This, this is mustache. like this the, is the like, mustache elevates him to to it, to it a does. godlike status. This is Baby Teller, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Is That's a man. man. He's got the stash. Whoa, <laughs> he's man, got some growing up. Good. He did, man. Right, now do you want to talk to you? I was just gonna say, <laughs> as great as great as J.K. Simmons was in this movie, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Mm-hmm. So J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson will always be what I see J.K. Simmons as. But no, great movie. It actually kind of hit me to my core, guys. I did choir and show choir growing up, and my director was just like J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Holy so it tells you. Okay, so, I mean, here's the thing, TJ. He like, said you'd throw a chair at me if I told anybody. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, TJ. Like, I'm right there with you. Uh, my, my band director, I had a great relationship with him. Uh, but he's currently not teaching uh, anymore because of the same situation. <laughs> yeah. Like he, this is a very over dramatized version of like my experience. Like yes, in band, very much so. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that I have you here to like. Yeah, you can also relate. I feel to like this situation. I feel like a lot of my insecurities in life are are from are from. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Do I need to leave the room? <laughs> Guys, I teach you. They're going to have a quick therapy session really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> no, but overall, definitely solid movie. Uh, but yeah. Loved yeah. it. Graham, Graham yeah, what are your it, thoughts? It is one of my, this is, I mean, also by Damien Chazelle. I mean, we've got like La La Land, mm-hmm. like other movies. Though, La La Land is my number one favorite. This will sit, honestly, I think is my second favorite movie wow. um, of what I've got in my list. Sure. I absolutely love this movie. It is the most, and honestly, like, and this sounds weird because like you've got action movies, you've got like your superhero movies and stuff, but this is the most intense movie I honestly think I've seen in in my life. It is so well done and it is, it, I wouldn't like I don't know I want to say it, like keeps you on the edge of your seat kind of the whole time but mm-hmm. also it's more like I can kind of sit back and I'm just a little stressed the whole time and for yeah. some reason I absolutely love that I heard, it, is, it kind of takes me off the whole time I heard things so, said <laughs> in this movie that I had never heard before like, I mean it, what it is that, that even poor pig well, here's the thing, like, J.K. Simmons improvised one line in that entire movie. Everything else was, like, yeah. written and planned out by Damien Chazelle. Like, wow. every every shot, uh, yeah. like, Damien Chazelle is uh, a very, uh, he has a very specific vision, and he will do whatever it takes to get that vision he to come through. He gets it done. Um, yeah. We were talking about, uh, before about the show, about a little bit, like, the history of this movie. Right. Um, and how it got made. Uh, so, it came out, uh, officially, wide U.S. release was in October 12th of 2014. Uh, but it. It, it started long, a long, long before that. Uh, Damon Chazelle wrote this script, uh, and he knew he had a great idea. Uh, but the problem was he was going to studio and saying, "Hey, I have. I'm gonna make a movie. It's about a jazz band, about a jazz drummer, and it's gonna be a sport. It's gonna be like a sports movie." 
is what he would tell people. Because really? I mean, how else do you oh, okay. how else hey, do you man. describe this? How else do you um, pitch a movie for jazz? I mean, like I mean, yeah. How do you how do you like? He's like, it's gonna be as intense as a sports movie, and everyone said that sounds ridiculous. Nobody listens to jazz. We're not gonna make it. And so he got as much money as he could, and he made a short film. Uh, initially, the movie was called Caravan because uh, that was like the main the main piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he made a short film that was uh, the uh, it's almost shot for shot what that final movie uh, the scene uh, that we actually just watched. Um, not my tempo scene. Uh, basically, the whole uh, it's like a twenty-minute short, again shot for shot remake. Uh, submitted to Sundance, called it Whiplash, um, and it won every award possible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there was a bidding war for this script that nobody wanted a year prior. Wow. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So he made he made the film for three point three million dollars, shot in nineteen days, five of which was just the last days. days. 19. nineteen for context. Most movies will feature films will shoot for three to four months. Yeah. Wow. So he made this movie in, ni- in 19 days with three, $3 million, um, and it has a worldwide gross of nearly five, uh, not 50. five, $50 million. So Small difference. So, yeah, just a small <laughs> Sorry, difference. $50 million. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a measly $50 million for like an, e- uh, an indie movie about a jazz wow. band. Uh, I don't finish a incredible. puzzle in 19 days. <laughs> yeah. I don't finish a sandwich this, in 19 was days. Was this big for his career? Well, is this like the jumpstart yes. of his career? Yes, yes. Well? So, yeah. So he had one film before this. I forget the name. It's about uh, two people sitting like on a park bench. Uh, but th- this was 100% oh, the... Forrest Gump. Uh, <laughs> no, like the title. Oh, the title is literally like two names like on, on a bench or something. Anyway, um, yeah. So he had one movie before this that was super small. Uh, indie movie, no one really saw it, uh, but this this was what really put him on the map. Uh, he went on to make Lawland, which is uh, which was his opus that he wrote he, before he wrote Whiplash. Um, wrote Lawland. He has a new movie coming out called Babylon. He did First Man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's his career was definitely jump started mm-hmm. with Whiplash. Really interesting. Um, and it, well deserved. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We all seem to really like it. Uh, critics reception is, would say the same. Rotten Tomatoes. It's a very rare occasion. Audience score and critic score are the same at 94%. Uh, IMDb yeah. gave it an 8.5. It is, uh, I, I want to like say, that could be higher, it, it is the top, on IMDb's top 250. IMDb? 8.5. Oh. 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cross the board. <laughs> I got to go, guys. Round them up. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, on IMDb, I believe it's uh, in the top 20 uh rated uh, movies on IMDb really? um, and then Letterboxd has a 4.4 out of 5 so yeah. people really really like this movie is that crazy to say it's top 20 ranked on IMDb and then does, and then Graham says it should be ranked higher that's crazy the rank is the rank is amazing I'm saying the actual rating I think it easily could be pushing the 9 9.5 that's crazy I don't yeah. think it's a perfect 10 but I mean right. it is it is right. okay so yeah. it's not a perfect 10 what was wrong with it mm-hmm. oh, so oh, I would yeah name something wrong with it I dare you. Someone's got That's to watch awesome. your words. Honestly, like, I you can't jump over the table. <laughs> I can't throw a chair at him. <laughs> so let me ask no, you this. I... So there's there's one point in in the movie where obviously the, the car wreck and in, in the midst mm-hmm. of that um, major that that craziness, um, a little bit unrealistic, right? Sure. So I mean, like, I don't know. I'm not saying it was wrong. It added mm-hmm. a, a huge like it was a hu- very important part of the movie to show just like right. how much like mental pressure there was coming mm-hmm. from. Um, the director mm-hmm. to Miles Teller's character, um, so necessary, but not necessarily something realistic um, in a movie. I guess that is trying to right. be relatively realistic. Yeah. So not yeah. saying that's necessarily wrong with it, but like I don't, I'm just trying to that, think. Yeah, of like that how, could how that could a, be something that people have an issue with. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know like there's lots of videos. Like for me, I watch this and I say, yes, this is over dramatized, and yes, there's some things like minor details, like how. Uh, one of the characters says he doesn't know a piece by heart. That is not something a band kid would say. They would say, I don't have this memorized. Like, there's little things like there's little things like that that aren't quite accurate. Uh, but there, there, are, there, there are people who would yeah. say, this is ridiculous, this makes no sense, and that they hate the movie because of that. Mm. Um, I don't think that's a fair way to judge like a movie. intense nitpicking. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for me, like, I, I define, like, what makes a movie good is how they take all of the aspects of the filmmaking process, right? Like, you know, directing, script, acting. But all the minor details too, like music or set design or uh, even wardrobe, uh, like how they use all those to tell the story, um, and that's why this is like this is also like my number two movie of all time. Uh, wow. And I think the perfect Dang. example is 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 wardrobe. Uh, Miles Teller's character when we first see him is wearing a white T-shirt, um, and J.K. Simmons walks into the room and he's wearing all black. Uh, and J.K. Simmons wears all black the entire movie. And as the movie progresses. Uh, Miles Teller's shirts get darker. So when he goes into his first rehearsal, 
uh, he's wearing a light gray shirt. And then when he goes into the first studio banner, he's wearing a dark blue shirt. Um, and his shirts get darker and darker and darker as the movie goes on. Um, and whenever he gets in the wreck and he's kicked out of the band, uh, from a character standpoint, he's confused. Like, he's giving up drumming. He doesn't know what to do. And so he wears a, a, a plaid uh, button-up, and it's white and gray and black and blue, which in sporadic colors, which is kind of represents how yeah. he is also feeling. And in the last scene, he is wearing all Holy black, smokes. just like J.K. Simmons. Yep. What um, is going on? And this isn't like, wow. this isn't some like, you know, English class, like, right. what does this sentence mean? Like, th- these are all... A deeper meaning. Here. Yes, like, this feel. was all, this was all very specifically yeah. handpicked by Damon Chazelle. Like, this is how he wanted to tell his story. That's and wow. that, like... It's crazy to think, like, the stuff that goes into this that no one thinks about, too. Yeah. Like, yes. people would 100%. say, this is a phenomenal movie without even recognizing so many Absolutely. of those things. Yeah. You also, you also start, the very beginning of the movie we thought the movie hadn't even started yet we're like did i pause it or something because it starts out in complete pitch black yep. yeah and then it ends on the last note that he hits the the symbols yep. clinging mm-hmm. black again yep. yeah so it's it's foreshadowing the future of him going into that all black right in essence not caring about what jk simmons character even so, does or says about him so i have a question so i have an answer we we see a lot of times in in movies like Stunts obviously are done. Mm-hmm. Not, now this is, I don't know if you necessarily call this a, a stunts, right? But I mean, right. the amount of intense drumming that's that's going on in yep. this, you see like the 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 crazy bleeding going on in the hands, um, mm-hmm. just from the blisters and everything. Yeah. How much of this was actually like learned and done by Miles Teller? Yeah. So uh, from what I what I said, so what I've heard, sorry. Um, so Miles Teller uh, has been playing drums since he was a kid, uh, but he wasn't like. He wasn't one of the greatest <laughs> drummers of all time. Was that actually him in the little video? Like, uh, that would be I don't know. That's a good that question. I'm sure it was, to be honest. Yeah. It probably yeah. was. Um, no, so he, from what I've heard, he played the drums on about 90% of the soundtrack. Um, and then for context, like maybe 25, 30% isn't stuff that his character would have been playing, like their, their old jazz classics. And right. so like, um, so yeah, he he played like 40%. He played a large majority of it. They did have like doubles right. there who could pull some of the crazier maneuvers. Um, and you can see that in that last scene. Uh, they do, you know, just zoom in, like close-ups on the drums or they'll do overhead shots. And you can you can see, especially yeah. in the hair, yeah. that it's someone different. But yeah, he, he did most of it, um, which is impressive. J.K. Simmons also learned how to play the yeah. piano for one very quick scene. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like they're, yeah. Damon, again, Damien Chazelle, like he is all about the realism. Yeah. Um, and I'm, yeah. sure to nail it. I'm curious to hear your guys' perspective. I know you guys had a moment earlier, but genuinely, like from mm-hmm. being in that realm, yes, obviously, you would hope that things that J.K. Simmons did in the movie wasn't happening in real life. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's a dramatized movie. With that in yes. mind, though, how close, that, yeah. how, how close are we getting here to yeah. that line? So so my, my, my experience with the movie in general, my dad saw this around when it came out. Um, and I, I didn't watch it with him. Uh, I don't know why, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a band nerd. But anyway, he watched it and was like, dude, you have to see this movie. It's, it's amazing. And I just never got around to it for years. Um, and then one day I did watch it. And I, I remember when I got to that last scene and he didn't have the music, I have never felt more anxiety in my life because I've been in that position where wow. if I forgot my music, uh, like I would, I, I would be kicked out. Like I understood exactly what he was feeling. Obviously, my band director did not like and sabotage you yeah he, he didn't try to sabotage us he didn't throw he didn't chairs at us he might yeah. he might throw like a drumstick at you but like you know playfully like you know he's going to throw it um but yeah again i had a great relationship with my band director uh i had nothing against him but there were a lot of students who did who felt differently and because uh, he he would call you out um there's you know scenes in the movies where he's like all right someone's out of tune like hey, we're gonna go down the line if you don't know it then you're screwed wow. like that's that's a thing wow. that happens um and yeah. sometimes it's it's done um in a not a lighthearted way, but in a, there's better ways to go about it. But yeah, like there, th- with my experience, this is a very over dramatized version, but there are definitely, you can see core aspects of that. Sure. Yeah. And it's, I would argue it's even like I was in band at one point and that stuff happened to me, but it's even worse when you're in middle school and you're going through puberty and yeah. someone sings off pitch and now all these pre pubertized or <laughs> middle of pubertized mm-hmm. kids are singing individual notes of this this language and song you don't understand because it's a choir song and they always mm-hmm. sing like Latin and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's definitely real. It's definitely real, especially because from your perspective, like they're your teacher and so you look up to them. Mm. So if they say something to you, it means something. Right. And yeah. So yeah. specifically, Miles Teller looking up to J.K. Simmons' character and 
like the first scene, he's like, you know who I am? He's like, yeah, I know who you are. He's like, so you know I'm looking for players. And you can see he's like admiration. And the second that he, he gets he beat gets down, shot, yeah. he gets beat down the second that he does something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it, it basically, it creates a, a something inside you that says, I can't ever do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's, there's well, a lot then, of, there's and, a lot and of I mean, it even goes that. in like when he does make the studio band, right? The first thing that he does is he goes to the movie theater. And he asks a the girl out because yeah. he has all confidence. of the confidence in the world. Yep. It's a thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. You For said sure. like, um, this movie is, uh, Damon Chazelle was in band in high school and he played the drums. Uh, Caravan and Whiplash were both pieces that he played. Um, obviously not quite as intense as this, but yeah. he played, uh, those, those standards. Um, and like you can tell he was in band because watching especially that last scene that is the most accurate visual representation of what it feels like to perform yeah um not necessarily from like you know an anxiety like the stress level but just the sure. way the camera moves and how once it once you get on past things. it once you get past that you're just like yes there. like if, it's if like you're the only one in the room. yeah like when you're watching it, it's just like that is what it feels like like that's if people ask me like why do you like performing like it's just like watch this scene like this is what it feels like wow um, yeah. wow that's crazy. Which, which is fantastic from a filmmaking and then perspective. To add, on, to add on top of that, so you're taking all this extreme emotional pressure, pressure from this person that you're admiring and you're taking a lot of criticism for, thinking, oh, I'll just get in his good graces eventually. For me, I was promised scholarship. I was promised a future in show choir and choir. Mm-hmm. And there was very limited opportunities because you have to be the best of the best. It's a right. very, very small um, it's a very small needle you have to hit mm-hmm. to get into that into that course. Alex, do you do you do band stuff as much anymore? No, I do not. After high school, I was I didn't go to college, so yeah. And so I I so didn't, I didn't carry on. I went to college, and it's like the opportunities were just too thin. Mm-hmm. Like the music schools you're going to, you're getting a degree, hoping to continue along that path, not right. something you can do alongside a business degree or wow. something right. like that. So very hit or miss. Yeah. And so you think about all the stress someone's taking in that situation, and it's like if you could see, you know, the if you could see the the up top view of that, you'd be like, man, I took a lot of stress and sure. I grew in lessons from that and stuff, but yeah. how much did I, how much was it necessary? Was it, was it worth it? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't change anything. Cause I love, no. I am who I am, but yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that got really depressing. Really deep. That was real deep. Quick. <laughs> that was um, deep. That was interesting. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's shift gears a little bit. And that's uh, what it's like to, Perform. <laughs> wow. Miss me with so, that. Real quick, one, yeah. la- one last one last question here. So Hit me with at, it. at that in that end scene, you know, it talked about how like there was the sabotage, but then there was mm-hmm. almost like the this realization, like this is the performance, like this is the and this, it, this it, is any, the opportunity. Any and Simmons completely like changes almost like to being on his side. How much of that was like I'm gonna screw you over, or was that like also meant to be like another like test in that? Fantastic question. <laughs> I would, I would, uh, I would be, no, no, you. I, I would argue that it, it was a test. Um, and I, because of the whole scene where he says, I never got my bird, you know, he never, he right. never got his Miles Davis. Uh, and so I, or not Miles Davis, Charlie Parker is who that was, not Miles Davis. Miles Davis. I, I consider myself a fan of right. jazz and I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. Smooth jazz. The part in the middle uh, of it where he just like mouths F you at him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, like, watch I don't know. Me, I, watch me. <laughs> I, I do think like there, there is resentment, right? Like he lost his job. His, his, all JK Simmons wanted was to find his right, bird. Right. Um, and he was stripped of that opportunity, uh, because someone couldn't take it. Mm. Uh, the one person that he thought probably could do it, uh, in Miles Day or in Miles Teller's character, yeah. uh, couldn't take it. And so I think, I think there is there were elements of yes we this this is here to screw you over, mm-hmm. um, but I also think that there's a part deep down inside of him that was pretending it was a test. Wow, right. for sure. What you, was the director's name again? Damien Chazelle. How much would you pay to have him in this room? <laughs> Holy smokes! I would. He, I would, we couldn't afford it. I I would I would not be able to speak. <laughs> not even with the cheap gas prices. Hey hey, if if you want to understand that reference, go listen to the Loose Sports Talks episode. <laughs> That's right. Uh, nice. That we did. Yeah. Uh, nice little segue there. So I I do want to talk about the ending though. Uh, that was sure. a nice little transition there. I uh, did it on purpose. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> what what were your guys' thoughts on the ending? Because for me personally, I would say this is one of the greatest. endings endings of all time easily wow. yeah i mean infinity wars ending was pretty good i am sure i am mm-hmm. iron yes. <laughs> that's what popped, that's what popped right, not end game but end game oh. was also really good yeah but definitely was it was solid i just think that i don't know it's a happy sad of you leave me wanting more 
but if you go much more, I'm not sure. Right. It might have been yeah. too much. Yeah, like that's been sure. one of the like the most asked questions that Damien Sola has had about this is what happens next, and he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, that's not the story. The story is about the relationship between these two, and these two at the end, they 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 they're solid. They're they're together. So yeah. that's in the story. He's like, if if it were to continue, he's like, honestly, probably he would have ended up just like he, like his dad said he would, um, at the family dinner. Like you're gonna end up 35. Dead in a drink, dead in a dr- ditch, drunk and full of heroin. Like he's like, that's probably what would have happened because he he has no family, he has no friends, he pushed everyone away. Um, there's there's a moment in that last scene where his dad like is looking through the door and just has a horrified look on his face. Mm. Um, and in the script, I don't. This is maybe the one criticism that I would have. I would say it executed everything perfectly except for this, and I don't know how he could have done it any better. Uh, but in the script, uh, it says uh, his dad looks on his son, uh, you know going to the highest level and he he realizes that he's lost his son because his son is completely engulfed wow. yeah. in in this in this obsession this wow. was his opportunity and it, it's it's paying off and he he just lost his son that's interesting and that's because, what that look is suppo- is supposed to convey when i i didn't take that from that look at all right i took it as more of like a wow like this is amazing mm-hmm. like because i mean whatever competitions he had seen his son in i mean yes impressive but nothing ever compared to that right so right. more of like a wow like this is what my son can do that's what i took that look yeah. more as so uh, it's interesting that i upon, understand the portrayal yeah that. i mean i've seen this movie countless times right uh and and you you it's it's a very subtle thing mm-hmm. throughout the film but miles teller uh is is a homebody he goes to the movies with his dad right. um he he doesn't step out of his comfort zone too much and him going against any everything that he is as a person to f- go after this dream and the fact that it went better than anyone could have possibly expected mm-hmm. uh his dad knowing him better than anyone else yeah was like he he, he doesn't need me anymore and i was literally the only person who he had an, a relationship with mm. besides jk simmons i think i think they would have had to add some more time to the yes. movie there would have been, been some a two weird hour monologues movie. it would have yeah. been a two-hour movie to make that more obvious to the casual fan, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. I think there's a. I, I know we're trying to wrap this up, but I think there's a level two of like the timing of that movie not being a two hour movie, not being mm-hmm. a two and a half mm-hmm. hour movie, is what makes it what it is. I mean, a yeah. lot of the movies coming out right now, two hours, two and a half hours, and you're almost stretching a story mm-hmm. thin. Yep. You're taking a good story that honestly, the story that leaves you with a little bit of questions leaves you with some imagination to try to figure out after the movie are the better ones. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that makes it so impactful too, right? Like I finished that movie. I knew how it was going to end. I've seen it countless yeah. times and I was like, okay, I'm going to take the slider, go back to zero and we're going to start over again. Cause <laughs> right. like, I, I, I don't want to, I, I want to know what happens next. I want to continue to see like where these characters go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those uh, are the movies that you do podcasts over. Exactly. Right. Whoa. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So uh, Here we are. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. What is this? Um, do you guys have any final thoughts on Whiplash? Well done, J. J. Jonah well Jameson. Just J. 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 Good. Graham. Yeah. No. I mean, it's always gonna yeah sit second for me. I mean, mm-hmm. La La Land's my number one, but sure. Yeah. This is definitely number two. I don't think anything's gonna come near replacing this. Yeah. So, and I'll sit down and watch this movie. Time and time again. Anytime. Even though it is. That's a big thing. And my, my main thing is how I rate movies is honestly, like, would I sit down on the couch? Would I turn this on? Or would I pay to go see this again? This, I would actually pay to see again. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've already bought yeah. it. I've seen it several times. It's, yeah. It's a I good way of looking at it. Over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm right there with you. All of you. Uh, great, great movie. Obviously, I like it. And I could talk about it forever. But we don't have forever. Uh, we teased it a little bit earlier. But, uh, you know, we were kind of talking how... Damien Zell pitched this as a sports movie. Now, clearly, when you think of sports movies, drumming is not the first thing you think of because, quite frankly, jazz band is not a sport. Speak for yourself, Alex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Brandon's very passionate about this. I'm Mr. Hockey. <laughs> but yeah, so w- next up, we're going to talk about what is it that makes a sports movie? Is it is it just they have to be playing football or basketball, or is there something more to the genre that we are missing and Damien Chazelle has figured out? Uh, so stay tuned for next segment where we will dive deeper into that. Dude, I'm so glad we're doing this. Yeah, for sure. It's been it's been a lot of fun, and it's not as difficult as I thought it would be. No, not at all. Like Anchor has made it especially easy when it comes to um, like actually getting our 
podcast out on the air. Because mm-hmm. when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all the listening platforms. So easy getting it over to Spotify, getting it to Apple, wherever you're trying to get mm-hmm. your podcast to. Yeah, I think we're on like seven platforms just through Anchor. And not even just the distribution, but even just creating the podcast. Like you, there's so many recording and editing tools within it. Uh, so you can record, edit, you know, add music in, sound effects, all sorts of things directly through Anchor. And it is free. Dude, that's amazing. It's incredible. So if you would like to start your own podcast, uh, just like ours, go to anchor.fm on your uh, desktop device, or you can go on to your, uh, your mobile app store and download the Anchor app. We are back discussing Whiplash with the Loose Sports crew. Guys, why don't you tell us a little about, about, about yourselves? Why... Why? Why are you guys qualified to talk about sports? So what? What is it that we're you not? <laughs> <laughs> well, great. This gives me lots of confidence. Well, the, the thing that we kind of we decided is that it was an this was an outlet for us more so as um, three good friends um, to get our thoughts out on right. sports. Um, my background is that I'm going into sports broadcasting. I've been in mm-hmm. this, the, this, the media, the radio kind of side for school, at least for these last couple of years. So I can ha- kind of handle the tech side and like the facilitating conversation, but we all have strengths in different sports, Yeah, but we right. all, but the cool thing is that we all are still able to have good conversation about the ones that we wouldn't consider our strengths. Mm-hmm. So it allows for a lot of different conversation about different things that people would enjoy with sports. Right. Um, so I don't know. I think it's almost like uh, the perfect little combo for our, for our little uh, trio here that uh, for sure. leaves us uh, enjoying it and where we kind of came from. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think I do. I, I bring a lot of the. I'm the louder guy of the bunch. I think TJ keeps no us really. Kidding. I think TJ keeps us sane. <laughs> And then uh, Ethan's the professional over there, so I think it's a it's a good mixture. But yeah. me normally, I'm the I'm the hockey guy of the group. I, I normally bring that aspect of a group playing hockey. Originally came to Lindenwood, uh, which is where we're filming from to play hockey. So uh, I have a big sports background. Originally wow. came in here for sports sports broadcasting as well. So I have way less of a background in media, but I I, I the love it is a little there. bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always, uh, I've always, I've done like a gajillion different types of sports, but I never wanted to really dig deep and get really good at any of them. So I have, I have like experience in a lot of sports. Uh-huh. Um, and so my main thing is I just love to gather people. And mm-hmm. so gathering people with sports yeah. that I've had experience with is sure. the dream. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so uh, football is my main thing. Um, I came to Lindawood from community college because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> and then I found Brandon and I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then Ethan showed up too. And I was like, Hey, what do you know? And now we're here. Um, yeah, I would like to say I, I'm just to a degree relatable. And so I could probably do five or so different types of podcasts and be the same role mm-hmm. of just kind of being here. Yeah. Um, the glue, the glue, the glue, Elmer's glue, baby. the heart. Call him, call him Elmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, so so we are we're, we're going to dive in uh, a little deeper into what makes a sports movie, right? And if you want to want to hear a little more about a more traditional sports movies, right? Your your baseballs, your basketballs, footballs, uh, hockey and stuff, you know, your classics, uh go over to the Loose Sports Talk and listen to their episode that we recorded with them. Yeah. Um that's kind of like like a part A to this to this show. And this is now part B. Available uh, on Spotify. Available on Spotify, yes. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to dive deeper into more non-traditional sports movies, right? Like, what is it that makes a movie a sports movie Be- besides just, you know, we're playing baseball, so it's a sports movie? I would think to start, yeah, it needs to be about a sport. I sure. think that's a good start. Okay. Um, but what, okay, set, what qualifies a sport as a sport then? I'm gonna throw we'll that get into that. Oh, now. Okay, okay. Let's um, let's jump right into it. Then. Oh, so, you oh, want to yeah. jump into let's it? Let's just yeah. okay. Let's get things heated right away. Bad so, <laughs> bad bit. so I think I think underwater <laughs> basket weaving. No, <laughs> underwater basket weaving. I would yes. sit in the theater for two hours. You got my um, ticket. Sorry, continue. I would say I would say that sports have athletes, and okay. so if you can look at someone doing something and tell if it's athletic or they're mm-hmm. not an athlete, then it's probably not a sport. Okay. That would, that's okay. what I would say. I would also say that the the sport, what considers it a sport movie, is that you continually see the sport. It's a reoccurring theme in the movie, not just, oh, they were on a date at a skating rink and went skating. Right. That's not a sports movie. Sports can, I, movie. can I ask you a question? A very controversial question. If I said no, will you still ask me? Yep. Yes. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. I love that. Is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So... 
with your logic for sports movies, okay. Die Hard can't be a Christmas movie. Because just what because makes it, it a Christmas, Christmas movie is that it happened during right. Christmas. So so by uh, your logic, Die Hard is in a, is in a Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas is one day of the year, and sure. sports have seasons. Yeah. So you're doing something over a longer period of time. Whereas okay. Christmas, you could argue, is a season because mm-hmm. of America. But sure. in, in general, like if there was a movie all about Christmas season and they didn't have the Christmas day in it, I don't know if you call that a Christmas movie. Okay. Same way, athletics. There's a movie. season. It's reoccurring because <laughs> it's not just a one-off thing. Or mm-hmm. could or could Die Hard simply be looked at as a movie that like involves like Christmas like time of year activities, but isn't based solely around Christmas? I, well, I mean, here's I, the thing. I'm here's sitting, the thing. Why are they in the building? I, Christmas party. I'm sitting here thinking about it, though. It's I don't know if it 100% can be uh, Santa Claus. That's a Christmas movie. Tomorrow, yeah, Christmas movie. Damn. Yes, guy. but really? as I think, I don't about, know. oh come on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we got to move back a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I might side with that. He might be changing my mind on yeah. this. You gave I'm, in too I'm, easily. I'm just saying, yeah. So, so TJ, to, to, to your point, right? Yeah. You have to have athletes. Sure. Um, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk some about near and dear to my heart right now because uh, I'm. I'm <laughs> Christmas is very near and dear to my oh, heart, okay. but, I'm but to say something. But we, we, we've already <laughs> talked about Christmas. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan, and and recently Taylor Hawkins uh, died. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the drummer for the Foo Rest Fighters for a very long time. Yes, very sad. Um, I mean, this is a 50 year old man who was playing all the time, insane stuff on the drums, right? And watching this movie, you can see how intense playing the drums is. Yeah. Uh, you're telling me that a drum player is not more athletic than a golfer? Uh, I depending Ooh. on the golfer, depending on the drummer. Like if sure, I, here's sure. The, here's you can say about here's anything. I mean, question, question. Right, hold on. No, I mean, sorry. I mean, a four-year-old dad. I don't know. I'm a four-year-old dad who goes to the gym every day is gonna be more athletic than a fourth grader playing I basketball. Think, now we can go even deeper into this. What considers this athletic? Is it hand-eye coordination or Holy is it strength? Smokes. What is life? Sure. <laughs> Why can't it be all it, the above? It's probably a combination. I would say it's all of the above. I would agree. And so hand-eye coordination is definitely involved with drums. And I would even argue strength. You could see Miles Teller whenever he was doing his drumming, his arms, you could, mm. I mean his hands, he was he was yeah. hurting for sure. My thing is, can you win in drumming? Uh, yes. To quote the movie, uh, I thought music was subjective. How can, is, it how, on a can, is there a winner? And Miles says, uh, Andrew Neiman says, yes, there is a winner. So, uh, so There are competitions. The, so, so he won the drumming game? He didn't win the dr- he as an individual didn't win the game just like the cute quarterback of a football team does not individually win the game. I would agree. He as a drummer, he as a drummer helped the band as a whole win the competition. But but why do they call it a competition not a game? I don't see why it matters because they're not playing a game. They're playing in a competition. They're seeing who's the best, I'm which there still is a winner. I'm, who who plays in the games? So. Who plays in the game? Yeah, who plays in games? Who plays the music? Two teams. Athletes. But what are they? They're athletes. Yeah. Games. <laughs> well, so 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 here here's the point that I'm I'm trying to make. I don't think saying that a sport movie needs needs to involve athletes. Mm-hmm. I think I think that is I don't think that's fair because I feel like your definition of what an athlete is is okay. is subjective. Right? Yeah. So so let's let's take it this way. Um, is bowling a sport? I know a lot of bowlers who are not athletic. So because at all. do I have to that's fair. do I have to play a sport in order to be considered an athlete? That's all. That's another point exactly. too. It's the question. Exactly. That's, this also, is getting this is getting real really philosophical, quick, really quick. guys. <laughs> bowling, yes, bowling's in a sports. It is in Wii Sports. Uh, feature several times and Nintendo uh, Switch Sports. Big so facts. I mean, I'm not saying it's not from a sport. From your own podcast. From your own podcast. No, I'm not saying. I, no, bowling. <laughs> no, 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 that's just my take. No, bowling guys. is yeah, a sport. Turning on each but other. But here's the thing. I have a question. Biggest thing too, because this is what I was thinking when you mentioned like golfer, a golfer. Okay, look at Tiger Woods. Look at John Daly. Like in today's time, look at John Daly. Okay, that man is still one of the greatest people to hit a course, hit a green. They are two totally different people, though. Athletic or not, I mean, yeah, he's probably not going to run a mile compared to Tiger Woods running a mile. Like, that's not a competition. Yeah. But they're still both athletes. I, I mean, think I, I, I think I think we're straying too too far from from yes. the point. <laughs> I think we're straying a little too far from <laughs> the point of the conversation. We'll so 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 let, let's bring this back to to the heart of the conversation. What makes a sports movie right? I think I think this all stemmed from. <laughs> I how, forgot that was the question. How can you verify a <laughs> I sport? We were talking about I, well, I, the first thing I said was there needs to be an athlete. Yes, and yeah, sports. yeah. And I, I said I don't. Yeah, I, said, I, I, I agree. I think there does need to be an athlete in a sport, and I'm not saying that that j- being a jazz drummer is is a sport. Uh, I said that at the end of the last segment too, right? Like, Whiplash isn't about a sport, and that's kind of what I want to dive into. Is 
is it still are there aspects of sports movies that make it what a, a sports movie mm-hmm. the sports genre beyond just the sport right mm-hmm. are are there things in there that like again the difference between being active and being an athlete like is that enough of a difference in a in the sports genre to to change what the movie is and it's interesting how this is kind of it this is very obviously a, a really subjective question but for and a, a great example of this is Earlier, just as I'm prepping for this, taking a look at different sports movies and stuff, mm-hmm. I looked up um, – I think I literally looked up tear-jerker sports movies. Like, I got to sure. remind myself, right? And one of them that popped up – yes, stay quiet, Brandon. One of them <laughs> that popped up, though, was Unbroken, the war movie that mm-hmm. starts off with him being yeah. a, um, he, a, a, a an Olympic, Olympic athlete, runner. an Olympic, Olympic athlete, yeah. right? And goes to war. So, like, you could even ask the question. Now, this is – I think th- that's a little bit closer – I think I would say, at least from my personal opinion, than um, a movie similar to Whiplash would be. Right. But the movie, a, a, lo- a portion of the movie is based around sports, but it's it's considered a war movie, right? Yeah. So like, right. Yeah. Finding that that fine yeah. line of okay, where are we crossing into like mm-hmm. the boundary of like this is no longer a sports movie mm-hmm. or this is a sports. Movie, I think right? a, I think a good difference maker. So we all remember English class, the nope. witch's hat for how plot goes. The climax sure. is here. Dude, you're getting a structure. A you are you are entering dangerous waters. Ever. I know. I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. I'm saying. I I feel I, like I, I can't speak for all no. sports movies. But you can yes. tell if a sports movie is definitely a sports movie if the climax of the movie is affected by an athletic event. I sure. feel like that. I feel like that's a pretty good indicator for definite sports movies. And then outside of that, there are probably little things here and there where it's like, yeah, that's probably a sports movie too. And that's probably a sports movie mm-hmm. too. So I feel like it's hard to tell on those, I'm going to call it fringe sports movies, okay. but on the definite f- sports movies, I think the climax is affected by an athletic event of some sort. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so would you consider Miles Teller walking back on stage and giving the biggest drum performance of all time, an athletic event? No, <sighs> not an event. No. And an, an, an athletic moment. No. No? I it it is an athletic thing, but okay. because it's more subjective. Okay. Because there is no game winning goal and it ends with him just finishing it. It's like wow, you can tell he really put his heart and soul into it, but we don't know the outcome of how that I would disagree with that. So I could ask um, you so I could ask you this yeah. then. If a guy is just absolutely ripping it on a guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Or if a guy is just tearing it up on the piano, right? Yeah. And he's dripping sweat, he's yeah. tired from it at the end. Is it considered athletic as well? Uh, so, so well, what's the difference? I'm not. I'm not saying it's athletic. Uh, let, let me let me clarify where I'm coming from here. I'm talking from a structural standpoint, right? You're talking about the climax of the movie. Um, this has the same effect that this Whiplash's climax has yes, is I the same effect saying. as any other sports movie. Yeah, and and here's and here's what I will say. Um, if you look at Friday Night Lights, one of the most iconic sports movies of all time. Yeah. If you break that movie down beat by beat. It is nearly identical to Whiplash. And yeah. it's not in the sense of, oh, we're going to go play a football game and win, or this thing's going to happen, or this thing's going to happen. Uh, like, not specifics, but if you look at the overall, what is going on, if you just gave things like uh, competition one, you have game one in Friday Night Lights, and you have the first competition for Whiplash. You have the tryouts. You have the ending. They don't succeed at the end, right? So, like, it, it follows the exact same structure as yeah. Friday Night Lights, so is structure something that can make something a sports movie? And let me rephrase the whole question as a whole. Why did Damien Chazelle pitch this as a sports movie? Now, that, I think, kind of like question. we talked about a little Great bit question. earlier, was mm-hmm. that was it sells, right? But, How, it, but it didn't sell because he, he pitched it. That was the goal of it, though. Mm-hmm. He, he right? wanted to. In the, in the same way that the show um, on Netflix, The Queen's Gambit, right, mm-hmm. is portrayed to be like a intense that's a great thing, example but it's about yeah. chess yeah. yeah why would anyone want to watch yeah. a show about chess but mm-hmm. it was made to be this super competitive really interesting thing yeah. right in the same way my my difference between those two right is that both are considered thrillers right yes but in order for it to be a sports movie right doesn't it have to have the sports perspective the sports side of it and whiplash mm-hmm. whether it's athletic or not if someone in a movie right runs a mile, like a workout scene or something, right? Yeah. And they run a mile or two, whatever it is. Yeah. And they're they're gassed at the end. It can be a, an intense thing. It can mm-hmm. be a thrilling thing. 
but it doesn't make it a sports thing just because something athletic happens sure. in it, right? So mm-hmm. that's, I think, where I think that there's almost getting to be a mix between combining thriller and sport. Um, okay. Well, I have when, a question, though, because yeah. Queen's Gambit, like chess is technically, like nationally, it is considered a sport. It's like considered worldwide. a game. Does that make it a sport? I think that's kind of what we talked about because there's performances, but there's also games and there's athletes that play games. So I would lean against chess, chess being, being a sport. considered a sport. Extremely impressive. Yes. Can yeah, I do no, it? For sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> Again, yeah. these are subjective. Okay. Right. These yeah, are that's very fair. subjective yeah. opinions. And that's the problem is that no one, I mean, no one, yeah, people Ethan's disagree. about to get roasted. No, well, people disagree. <laughs> no. <laughs> people disagree with, I mean, all kinds of what is a sport. People right. argue mm-hmm. still if cheerleading is a sport and it's yeah. going to be in the Olympics in 20, whenever the next summer ones are. Sure. Yeah. Um, 2042. That should, that should just be it. If it hits the Olympics, but in the, yeah. People argue like with marching band, like people, people argue these things. So, because sports is subjective, yeah. the conversation is never going to be cemented into a yes, right? I, th- yes. I think That's the fair. reason he pitched it that way too is because it goes along with the with the idea of a thriller. If you pitch it as a sports movie, mm-hmm. that, especially with a fine art, a fine art movie can go a completely opposite direction. Right. Yes, it can. And yeah. so when he said sports movie, I think he's saying my audience needs to be a little bit different. And my vibe needs to be a little bit different. Like mm-hmm. the overall, it's the edge of your yeah. seat. A fine art movie. I mean, even La La Land. Let's say that. Right. Yes, I know they're two different movies. Glass but of wine in your hand. Exactly. Legs You're crossed. chilling. That's <laughs> yeah. date night, right? right. Like <laughs> this one is. We're gonna go out. I mean, I would go out with the boys and see this one. Like mm-hmm. this yeah. is a Absolutely. on your seat movie. So I think I'm not trying to stereotype. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But in a way, it is a different audience. No, yeah, I mean that's not stereotyping. That's yeah. just who, yeah. who the audience is. Yeah, that's right. marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, and yeah. So to that point, uh, like there, are, there are a few things that uh, I would say make. I don't think I want to phrase this. There are a few things in sports movies that beyond the sport that make them like are just iconic in every sports movie. Right. Like TJ was saying, like with the climax being some athletic event. Or the underdog in the story rising up yeah. through the Very ranks. first thing I, I wrote, underdog. Yeah. yeah. There has to be an underdog right. in, 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 sure. in, in the story. Um, and I'm, I'm going to continue to use whiplash. I, I do want to clarify, I'm being a devil's advocate in most of this conversation. Like, <laughs> sure. you know, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, usually yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're trying to push it. That's Elmer. Like, this is, we were related earlier, too. Yeah, like, yeah, like this, is, th- this, is not, this is not a sports movie. Uh, just, just, just to clarify to all the angry people who might be listening. Uh, <laughs> but listening comment, in the, com, uh, comment in the comment section whether <laughs> yep. you think Please. it's a sports movie or not. For yes. Sure. Uh, but, like, if, you, if we're just looking at, uh, you know, structurally what Whiplash is. Like, you have the underdog of the story, and Miles Teller is a, an underdog the entire time. Like, he has the skill, sure, but he always has someone who is doing better than him, someone who gets the spot ahead of him. He he can never, he never gets a break until he, like, finally pushes through and says, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take yeah. the spot. Um, another thing I have was, was rivals. You, I mean, every sports, every sports movie, sports right. in general, rival team. you gotta have a good rivalry. Yeah, sure. That's good. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. It's good you gotta have a good rivalry. Obviously, I mean, there's the, the biggest one, the main one, is a rivalry between Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also an, an inter-rivalries with him and the other drummers Was who he's competing head? with. Yeah, um, uh, I forget what they called him. <laughs> Cole, as soon as he walked Cole, in, I was like, oh, Cole, this Chauncey. Connelly. This Connelly. Walking <laughs> yeah. in like, oh, let me hit this beat real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude was so cocky Man walking wanted to in. Clean like, his oh. clock. Yeah. <laughs> Miles Teller just smack him in the head with a drumstick. Oh. I mean, he almost yeah, did. take it right down Gold Avenue. Oh my goodness! <laughs> listen to the listen to Part A. Listen to Part A. Listen to Part A. Set him up. Uh, <laughs> third thing. Third thing I have written down. You got to have an epic montage. You got to have an epic montage. I can't think of a single like. I mean, there's a few sports that don't that don't take this uh, this approach. But I feel like every good one has ha- has like a montage, like Rocky, yeah. iconic. Oh, uh, my goodness, Top Gun. Top Gun, the first one, movie? the original one. Yes, yeah. So but it's not a sports. Movie, oh no, sorry. this is a little off topic. Would you consider <laughs> Top Gun to be like a sports movie? No. You just said okay. No. no, sorry guys, I just heard no. montage and I thought of Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I mean, sorry. yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I I feel like every great sports movie has has montage. Can you think of any that don't? I'm thinking of the heads. comedy ones. Like, sure. They Mir- don't want to take themselves But even like even Happy Gilmore has a montage. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Miracle does not have a, a montage. The mm-hmm. hockey movie about the 1980s uh, U.S. Olympic team that won mm-hmm. gold over Russia. They don't have a montage. And that's top five. I don't things. I don't know if 42 mm-hmm. has one. Mighty Ducks. Uh, they don't have one. Mm, 42. I, it's not a very traditional montage, but it does have like where it cuts between different like different moments, especially at the end. Um, we're seeing like 
things in real as he's as he's running the bases after he hits the home run. We're seeing different things okay. happen from different periods yeah. of time. Does the Express so I would call have that. a montage? Have you guys seen the Express? I'm not sure. I've not seen it. No, it's similar to. I'm trying to think of a, a movie to compare it to the Express football player from Syracuse. It was in the middle of just like a lot of racial tension as well. He broke mm-hmm. through and uh, broke through the barrier. It was really cool. You guys should check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fourth thing I have I have written down uh, slow mo. You got to have a great slow mo oh, shot <laughs> and everything. Uh, Whiplash. We we get at the very end uh, when he's when he's doing the drums and he he just tunes out everything and he just becomes goes straight into a state of flow and the drum the cymbals are in slow motion. Uh, again, I feel like just about every like sports movie has like right. they're hit they're hitting the home run. Yeah, how about the Sandlot knocking the cover Sandlot off? Yeah, the ball. Sandlot. Yeah, <laughs> Babe Ruth as it's flying out yeah. like on the home run, <laughs> sign on the ball. And I would say these are these are reactionary things. These are things we're seeing in movies. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean if there's a movie all about uh, like swimming or something competitive like that, if they don't have a slow motion scene, it's yeah. not like oh, that's not. A the, these are not. Movie. These are not requirements. I would say these are almost patterns. like if you have these, these things, patterns. Yes, you're, that you're, is a fantastic. A yeah, um, and then uh, sometimes. Like you gotta have Sometimes. a happy ending, right? Yeah. Like occasionally. I mean, it, even what movies? What sports movies haven't? Like even a movie like Friday Night Lights, right? Like they they lose they at the do. end. It's not a very happy ending, right? But you walk away from the movie and you're like, yeah, that was like with a smile on your face. Like right. they they grew thing. It wasn't all about football. It was about a little more than that. Sure. And so like you know like there's still like this great uplifting moment, just like when like Whiplash. Like we don't know exactly what happened, but like. We do know that this this rivalry, this relationship between the two, like what if they still hated each other? Ended after? ended well, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't think this is a sports movie. I was thinking Grown Ups because they have a basketball I was game in it. Literally thinking. I was thinking okay. Grown Ups. I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> they, they lose the game. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the point of the movie. The point it's a family movie, and yeah. the families would triumph. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, I mean, th- those are the things that, that that I have written down. Are there any other like just like staples of mm-hmm. sports movies? That just always that all, are always there. I think you have to have the dramatic like family member or girlfriend in the stands view of like <laughs> yes, like something went down or like they got hurt. You know? <laughs> He's got uh-huh. a point. <laughs> Absolutely, literally, literally forty two. That is true. That's a perfect perfect example. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think I think for a majority of the team sport movies, mm-hmm. the team ends up there's some form of division within the team and that ends up getting reconciled throughout the movie mm-hmm. i'm thinking of remember the titans yeah like yeah definitely how did Classic. we how did we Classic. not mention that yeah. earlier i mentioned it in the yeah never mind. We, in the call yeah. i didn't mention it i mentioned in the call not <laughs> recorded so. oh, yeah. yeah in the bloopers good <laughs> movie <laughs> yeah so i mean like i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of patterns within sports movies um that are i would feel are pretty unique to sports movies right like yeah. mm-hmm. You don't go into a Marvel movie and you expect to see like a training montage. I mean, uh, sometimes Kung Fu is a sport. Sometimes. So Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm kidding. I mean, <laughs> the movie was great. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like sometimes you get a montage, right? Or like sometimes you get a slow mo shot or whatever. But like, I yeah. feel like those aren't things you go in expecting. Whereas with a sports movie, yeah. that's something that you would expect to see in a sports movie. One hundred percent. And those might be reasons why Damien Chazelle pitched it, pitched Whiplash. In that way, as a sports movie, yeah, I don't think he's wrong for pitching that it should be yeah. a sports movie because that's the vibe he was going with. Yeah, I'm just saying if we're getting down to the nitty gritty and the technicality, a- absolutely, that's yeah. where the like nitty gritty. No, it's not because I feel like step one of a sports movie is you have to have for sure. a sport. Uh, Do you think if you asked him today, you think he would tell you that he would consider a it a sports movie? Would you point him to this podcast to change his mind? Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> do this to change his mind because I I don't think he's wrong. I think from a uh, a very 5,000 foot view philosophical standpoint I think the only thing you could call this is a sports movie because I can't think of another genre that really accurately describes what this is right I mean you mentioned a thriller sure but whenever I think thriller I think seven I think or like yeah or, or like borderline horror things like that and sure it has th- thriller elements but it's not I wouldn't you can't call it a thriller really yeah, it's not like taken you know it's not it's not an action movie it's not I mean, it's Take it's a it drama, too. I guess. Uh, but like, I feel like the best, the most accurate description you can give a movie like this is a sports movie, even though it it, it isn't right. If they make more movies, because I mean, the world does copycat. Like, they see yeah. this movie, they see it had success. They're just going to try to find something mm-hmm. similar to it. Do you think they eventually make a fine arts category for movies? You so could that it encapsulates more or less. You that. could. 
I mean, and honestly, I feel like you almost need something like that, right? Because you have yeah. you have like Elvis, for example. That's a that's a modern one. Like I feel like most musical movies are drumline, like drumline, stuff like, that. like yeah, like I feel like most musical movies are either like biopics, like Elvis or Great Rocket Gatsby. Man. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. I would not consider the Great Gatsby to be. I would say Great Gatsby movie. and Elvis are more similar than Elvis and Rocket Man. Really, I don't yeah, think we absolutely. watched the same two movies. The Great Gatsby, <laughs> the, way to the, the way it cuts to the scenes, like Elvis. Okay, does. yes, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is because that was done by the same director. Um, oh. So yeah, yeah that, that's a director well, thing. He's wow. on his toes um, right now. Yeah, that is so uh, that, that is not uh, like I'm saying in terms of what the movie is. Oh, like, okay, I digress. The, the, what the story is. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yes, you are right. There, there is a connection there. Yeah, okay. uh, that makes sense. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just. Elvis was the first movie since he did uh, Great Gatsby. Whoa. Fun fact. It's been, um, been a while. Yeah, it's that's been a while. Because I think Great Gatsby difference. came out in like 2012 or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Another classic. So yeah, uh, like, you know, you have movies like that. But then you also have like A Star is Born. Uh, it typically gets shoved into the musical category, even though that's I, musicals. Okay. That's more drama. I mean, e the story even. Yeah, like, like e drama, I think you can fit into almost any movie, really. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think it gets shoved in the musical category because you don't have anywhere to put, else to put it. But like, I would consider musicals being... The music needs to be a part of how this world stories. communicates. Yeah, how the story uh, Like told. singing and dancing is just a normal thing that happens in this world. Whereas in A Star Is Born, those are performances mm. that are happening. So, like, yeah, I think we definitely need a new category specifically for these fine arts type of things. I agree. Yeah, let's mail them, guys. We can <laughs> yeah, do, we it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're we're gonna we start an awakening. We're gonna make so much money off of this, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Let's riot until we get our not way. as much as we're making off of this one. If, <laughs> if the 15 subscribers take this idea, <laughs> at least let us have some of the money, please. It's already copyrighted. Sorry, just don't yeah. Worry. yeah. So don't even try. we're, try we're gonna don't waste your time. This is gonna be an outdated episode. We're gonna wait until we've already made our money on this on this idea, and then <laughs> and then and then sure. we're gonna release it. We need timestamp January it. January of 2027. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. What? You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> guys this has been a lot of fun yeah. uh, it got, got a little heated it got a little exciting yeah. uh, but I hate you both now yeah uh, like we will mutual no, I'm just uh, we will never speak again um, guys where can our audience find you on the internet yeah. uh, we are at the loose sports talk show nope underscore no again okay at the loose sports talk underscore no show no show okay on Faux show and <laughs> on in we can't do anything right <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, um, and then the Loose Sports Talk on on Spotify. Spotify, yeah. awesome. Be sure to check it out. Um, season two is going to be yep. premiering here in the next couple of weeks. Just wrapped up season one. Um, a lot of cool things coming here for season two. So we talk. Just to give a quick summary, we talk yep. a lot of um, St. Louis Cardinals and St. Louis Blues local um, sports. sports. But we also, um, especially with college football and the NFL yep. starting now, there's going to be a lot of touching on um, on those as well and plenty of coverage on those. Um, yeah, we have a lot of fun. Um, we mix it up, and uh, we're planning on um, adding a lot to the show in Season 2, bringing on some writers, um, yep. some, some successful guys uh, to bring in some – um, some more elevated and professional opinion as well. So yeah, be on yeah. the lookout for it. That's huge. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and possibly expanding our reach. So it might not just be Spotify for very long. Yeah, potentially hopping on Apple Podcasts. All of these things, though, you can find on, on social media. We'll keep or keeping it updated. So yep. yeah, Perfect. absolutely. Guys, go check them out. They're a fun group. Uh, and also go check out our, our our show we record with them as well. Yes. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's 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 very it's similar. It's gonna be the bonus episode. It's it's, it's the, the bonus top. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go check out their show, guys. Uh, it's 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 a great it's a great time. Love it. Uh, Graham, any final thoughts? No, man. I've enjoyed our time. It's been a good one. I hope hopefully we can do like more, yeah, yeah, more views in the future. We'll let you know next time we're between seasons. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna become a tradition. When the next bonus comes, we'll Love meet it. you next year. Love it. <laughs> All right, guys, you've been listening to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. That is Graham. We've been talking about Whiplash. Uh, what were your thoughts? on whiplash uh as a movie is it a sports movie is it not uh call us out on instagram you know is was graham an idiot uh was tj an idiot uh let <laughs> us know yes. let us know Two over yes. <laughs> over on all of the, all the things instagram tiktok at the popcorn hangover patreon.com slash popcorn hangover for our bonus show the parking lot talk and yes. as well as extended episodes and until next time peace